Hi there, it's me, I'm back, and I don't give a fuck what is going on. I am so annoyed and tired of this life. I don't know, it sounds like a song Avril, Avril Lavigne would have recorded back in... No, Avril Lavigne had a nice little voice, I don't even want to disrespect her a little... What happened to Avril Lavigne? Is that whose spot Taylor Swift took? Because literally in this moment, I have not thought of Avril in years. Today's been a weird day. Um, It's October 17th. Um, I don't know when you're listening to this. I had a weird-ass dream about a girl that I used to be friends with. Um, Today is Eminem's birthday. I had a childhood obsession with Eminem, and I feel odd that somehow this year I didn't think about it. And because of the dream about this girl, I realized it was Eminem's birthday Today has been very weird. I feel like I should look up what is going on today, like where the stars are, what's up, what's up with today. Today was very, it aligned well. Um, I feel like I've talked to you about this before. I don't really like to plan shit because things usually don't go well. Um, but I planned shit today, and it was not even, like, a lot, but it was, like, I had to visit two friends, had great conversations, got some good news, um, then found out from one of the friends that It was the birthday of the girl I had a dream about. What the fuck? Have I ever had a dream about her? I don't think so. I don't think I've ever dreamt about her. I dream about random shit, okay? But I had a dream about her. I saw her in my dream. I mentioned it to my friend and come to find out it's her birthday. So it made me look at the date. And because I looked at the date, I was just like, oh, wait, it's Marshall Bruce Mathers, the third birthday today, too. Oh, wow. It's so how the fuck did she appear in my subconscious today? I I don't know. Before I continue, um, I'm going to just give you my intro. Okay, hold on.
Alright, I hope in the beginning I wasn't, like, talking super close to the microphone and making this sound like I'm some sort of amateur, which I am. Anyways, so, what I came here to discuss is, hold on. What I came here to discuss is toxic relationships. relationships that we all experience we all come to be familiar with and stay stagnated in despite longing a sense of happiness and safety with someone who understands empathizes and cares about our true desires wants needs but will we ever find that I don't know. I don't. I don't know. But will we? Will we ever? Um, it's a lot of things I've been thinking about for the last couple of days. Haven't wanted to record much because I had an encounter with my little boo from Texas who constantly disappears because he's ashamed of the things he likes and of entertaining someone outside of his marriage. Because I don't even want to, what the word I was thinking was emotional cheating, but I don't even feel like it's emotional because... Our connection doesn't feel like, like it's very centered around this, the domination, just the, the roles of dominance and myth of where it's not like a loving connection, more like a friend, but more, but not even a friend because he's a fucking pussy ass little bitch who is not even free he fucking hides and acts like he can only play here and there but then he like begs me to play men are just so it's very weird but he just really makes me think about the fact that people can hide who they are so well from people um and sometimes probably not even well but you're trying to hide so much from your from your own self but and like I've mentioned before and why I say like it doesn't feel like a loving type that I have with him because I've already told you before he loves dick he loves talking about dick he loves watching porn with dick he does like watching porn with women and where women dominate men but the main thing he's interested in is black dick he loves black dick 
loves a black man dominating a man. So, I'm like connected to his need for domination and his need for feeling comfortable sharing this with a woman. But I don't feel like, like I'm his ideal, even though like, and that's not even my purpose. Cause I mean, he's seen me, he's seen me multiple times. He's seen my pictures. He tells me I'm beautiful. You know, he tells me I'm attractive and all that, but I already know what his deal is and I like it. I'm here for it. I appreciate it. Um, we talk. We talk about it. We've talked about a lot of things. But, and this is a thing which clearly I'm already aware of, but he doesn't have the freedom. <sighs> Sorry, I'm tired. He doesn't have the freedom to do what he claims to want and what I want. And now you can definitely just be like, okay, well, don't engage with someone who is not available in that way. And yeah, yeah, of course. And that's actually why I never entertain people who are actively and knowingly in relationships. And I thought to myself today, well, why, why are you doing that here? And it's just because you start to feel like you're depriving yourself of something that would be enjoyable for that reason. And then you start to feel like we're not even seeing each other. We're not even like having any romantic, like I'm not telling him to run away with me. We're not saying I love you, but we're not. See, and then he, see, so it's like, I don't know. I don't know because we don't. Basically, why this started is because he he wanted to play. He asked me if we could play while he was at work. And we haven't talked for like a couple of weeks, but he asked me if we could play while he was at work. So I said, okay. Well, actually, I didn't say okay. I, I pretty much ignored his message. And then the next day... I asked him if he brought his plug to work, which he said he did. So I was actually very excited about that because sometimes he'll like say he wants to play and he don't have anything to play with at work. And then I'm like, oh, okay. But then he just does things like puts a screwdriver in his ass. So, so yeah, so he tells me he wants to play. I'm like, Alright, well, I want to see you put the plug in your mouth and take a picture. And it was 
like maybe two hours later and then he sent me the message but I'm just like like you're the one that is like flaky it's like it's like literally feels like you're like some random fuck buddy that you know that you guys have like good sex with like you guys just meet up to just have a quickie but then it's like if this person takes a little bit too long it's like yeah I'm definitely down to fuck you but if you take like more than 30 minutes I'm definitely not it's like you you care that much but you don't care that much at the same time so I was definitely here for it, but then he took like two hours to send me the picture and then I was just like, alright, I don't feel like doing this waiting game with you today, so I basically ignored him and then he just like said like, I'm sorry I took so long and then he was asking me what I was doing and then I didn't write him back and he, it was like around like Six thirty, seven. I don't know but then he called me and this is like we're usually texting but sometimes we do talk and when we talk anyways but yeah see it's like I do get vibes with him like I get a good feeling but it's not a it's not a I want to be with you it's like I want to borrow you that's it I just want to borrow you for a little while. And it's like for my... Okay, so I'll just tell you more. So, um... So he calls. And then I was just like, hello. And he was just like... He always says, hello, mistress. And I was like, hi. And he... I was just like, what's up? And he's like, I'm sorry I took so long earlier. He was like, oh, I had told him I wanted to see him, like, butt naked. I wanted a picture of him butt naked. And he was just like, he couldn't find any private areas or whatever. Which, I know that sounds crazy at work, but he's done it before. So, it wasn't a crazy request. So, he says he was unable to find a place. And he was talking to me, so I was just like, where are you talking to me from? He was like, I'm parked inside, I'm parked out front of my house. And I was like, oh, so I was like, are you about to go in? He was like, yeah, in a minute. So I was like, is anybody home? And he was like, yeah, he has children. So he was like, yeah, my kids are home. And I was like, where's your wife? He was like, she just pulled off as I pulled up. And I was like, okay. I don't know what the fuck is going on with that marriage. Like, and I don't even ask him too many questions. Like, the most he's told me was just, like, how she was, like, refusing to have sex with him. But this is, like, maybe a year, and a year ago. Um, and that's just... And I don't know if you remember, but how that even came up was because she was forcing him to go on a fishing trip. And me and him were texting, like, as he was on the way to the fishing trip. And he was, like, sending me pictures of him, um, like, dressed in his fishing stuff. In the hotel that he was staying at with her dad. 
and he had just found out that she had been cheating and he suspected that she was forcing him to go on this trip so that she could be alone with what other guy and I don't even know what became of that I didn't want to ask too many questions and yeah I don't know he seemed like a really chill person but I don't know I don't know but anyway so that's neither here nor there so, like I said, so he's telling me he's in the yard and he's talking to me on the phone and I already know from other conversations that whenever he talks to me that his dick is rock hard. So I was asking him and he said it was and so I was just like, well, you know, you wasted a lot of time today and he was like, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, like, I'm sorry, my shirt, I'm sorry, I can't send you the pictures, I'm sorry it took so long and I was like, you know you really waste time like it's some people like want things on demand and like he's because he was just like um you know i was at work i just like i don't give a fuck if you ask me and i say that yes i'll be available for you then then you do that don't don't waste my time and I've told him this before, like, and this is why, oh my gosh, and then it's like weird, like, I've been talking to him for a long fucking time. Damn. Anyways, so like, yeah, we had stopped talking before, and... I was just like, cause I think like he had hit me up like, oh, I'm I'm horny. This was like a long time ago, and I was just like, listen, if you want some on-demand stuff, then you pay for that. Go find you a hooker. Go pay for a dom online. There are a lot of doms that just want you to throw them a little something. And if you're not willing to do that, then stop acting like you have on-demand shit. You act respectful. We're not playing games here. But he constantly doesn't follow through and then he'll disappear. And so what he was supposed to do was. Send me a video of him putting the plug in at work. Oh yeah, I didn't want him to send me him completely naked that was another day he was supposed to send me a video of him putting a plug in and then taking it out when he got home which he did not do so he was saying did he did i want to see him put it in now but no because i i want to know that it's been in for hours i don't want you to put it in now and take it out now you've fucked up my little idea so he just like and I told you like he always says yes ma'am and he always says yes mistress and you know sometimes he does call me like mistress well you know it's like a nath here but it's my real name when I have him talk to me um so you know he always says that and it's like very it's like un it's 
just like innate with him and that's why it's like because he's from the south and he's just so like obedient and he's so cute and Jesus, he looks like a fucking little farm boy or a farm man and I mean he's in his 30s but he looks super young like he's not super like I'll say like he could pass for like 28 you know despite sometimes he be looking tired as fuck but he also be wearing like some dirty ass clothes sometimes like like you know he's out doing some construction work and I've already discussed like oh my god a construction worker just turns me on so then it's like it's just like the idea of him is just like like I just want to like just borrow him here and there However, he is such, like, a pussy little bitch that I feel like I would run over him in a relationship. Um, and he also has, like, issues that I just won't even go into. Like, you know, he likes to partake in some things that I would not want in my man. And he has proclivities that he desires and he's definitely not comfortable acting on them because there are even people who you know cheat and so it's like it's like is he a good man or is he bad some people would say he's bad but is he I mean there are guys out here that are like are fucking other men not telling their wives this man's addicted to the porn of it does that make him worse? Should he be denying his desires and not looking at any of this stuff? And I guess. But what is. Who's to say that he shouldn't. Who's to say that she shouldn't be fucking the guy that I don't fucking know changes her tires? Who's to say? Because there's so many fucking dynamics that are going on in the world right now. And I am not wasting my time judging the next person on what the fuck theirs is. You know? And there's always a reason for something. There's some, like, backstory, some, like, long fucking history on why you accept the relationship you're in why i'm in the fucking situation i'm in why i'm fucking single and just having these spats of domination with some random dude a thousand miles away because i can't find anybody in my vicinity and why i'm having this like fucking weird ass feeling with sex right now where i'm debating what type of sexual relationship do I actually want and crafting that out for me so that when I enter future relationships I'm able to properly express what I want and need and be firm in it and because there are just a lot of dynamics out there and sorry 
And whether you're a man or woman or a non-binary person, your needs should be met. Your needs should be met. If your needs involve just pleasing your partner, then your needs should be met. If your needs involve you just being pleased, your needs should be met. And if that means because you're not willing, and that's the thing that we don't think about too, because there are like things that people don't do and there's a reason. Sometimes it's, I don't want to do it. And, alright, they don't want to do it. And imagine what it would feel like for that person to do something like that they've inherently said, I don't want to do. I don't want to say inherently because that's like, what the fuck am I using that word for? But they just don't want to do it. No, because it's like, they're like, okay, I see it. Yeah, I see what it's about, but I'm not interested in doing that. And imagine if you make that person do it and how they'll feel after. They won't feel good about it. So not everything is for like everyone to try, you know. There are things for people to try and... There are things some people don't want to try. And then there are people who will try anything. But you know what the world is filled with? A bunch of fucking people who are working to turn people into what they want them to be. Who are, like, having unsaid decisions about someone's future. They're making expectations about somebody without ever asking what that person wants like you know men who assume that your wife wants to fucking cook and clean for you every day and then you get married and you're like oh this bitch don't fucking cook and clean did you ask her if she want to cook and clean or did you assume because she was a woman that she want to fucking cook and clean that's why your bitch ass ain't got no nothing to eat that's why you eat and take out every day because why you ain't trying to cook and clean? Or why you didn't make it known what you wanted, found out what she wanted, and actively... And I say cook and clean because it seems like a lot of fucking people put that at the, like, base of what they want. Men have, like, the most fucking basic, boring-ass fucking requirements but you know what they are? They're requirements and then there's like a sub-list of all the other requirements that they don't necessarily express. But they will definitely love you or hate you if you violate some of these unspoken things. Like... <sighs> So bad to fucking hate you if you got fat. They love you at that weight you are, and then they'll hate you if you gain 50 pounds. And you don't know because you were 110 pounds when he married you. But you got three kids later, and now your ass sitting about 200, and you wondering why he don't fuck you. It's because he don't want to say you're fat. And he ain't fucking with it. He don't like it. And he's in up here wondering why, wondering why he don't. He says I'm fine. Like, girl, you 
that you get your fucking ass in the gym or you leave them and you go find somebody who wants your fat ass. Okay? But there are a lot of people who stay, stay in relationships. And it be for the kids. Oh, let's stay together for the kids. No, y'all together for y'all. Because you can't afford an apartment. That's what it is. And I feel you. But stop trying to figure for your kids. Because, like, what people really... Jesus Christ. What people don't want to accept. Your kids see what's going on with you and your spouse. Your kids know that you guys don't like each other. Your kids know. So you're better off telling them, listen, mommy and daddy, we don't really fuck with each other like that. We low-key hate each other at this point, but we love each other for giving us you. So what we need to do is we are dealing with some like real adult shit that has nothing to do with you. But we love you. But we also can't stand each other a lot. And it used to be great. Like, we had a really good time together. But some things, sometimes you outgrow folks. But I also feel like if any relationship is breaking down without going to therapy, like, you're a piece of shit. At this point, like how therapy is so available if couples are not seeking therapy before they get a divorce like did you even really love each other ever because once you start oh my gosh I don't know some people be like fake love y'all be just pairing up yo some of y'all be really just pairing the fuck up and be winging it be like, alright, I'm married. I guess this is the final stage. Like, like, are you living? Are you? Are you even living? Part of me, like, feels, feels like I'm satisfied with how, how much I've even lived. I'm, I'm not even middle-aged, but just the knowledge that I have of the truths of the world that I still see people being brainwashed and disillusioned by I feel so satisfied with it I feel satisfied with like seeing that I know what is out there I know what people are experiencing I know not that I know the truth, but I know about the system. I know about the fact that people are made to be at certain points in life. And the system doesn't work otherwise. And the system is made to use up and spit out a large portion of us. Anybody that's reached to something that I enjoy and be paid handsomely for it. And also not have to 
destroy innocent people. No one's innocent, but not everyone deserves to be used and exploited unknowingly. I wish that we could exploit some rich folks. You know, I wish that was possible, but it's not, not for me. And I was watching something today that they said something like to a young person, like, you know, I want you to do something while you still believe in it. And that's like, because it was a a person my age, like, saying, like, you know, I wish you well because I wish I had done more when I actually believed in something. So it's like when you get older and you start to see, like, yeah, there are a lot of these organizations out there. There are a lot of leaders. There, there are a lot of these evangelists, there are a lot of motivational speakers, there are, like, um, did I already say that? Um, relationship experts, influencers, YouTubers, actors, um, activists who are deceptors and liars and there's a very hard time to to tell like what's real and what's not. So it's like you kind of just listen for keywords. You kind of f- f- filter through the things people say. Um, personally, I'm very like. It's very hard for me to be interested in, like, the people that kind of that try to, I don't know. I, I can't, I, I never can, like, get behind, like, be like, okay, you know, like, I'm be super here for a person. Like, any per people that I admire, it's for, like, some type of talent or a their knowledge but like with some of these people who just have a gift of being an orator who have a gift of motivation or convincing through words like these people I'm just you know that there's a level of you know of society where the people that are the politicians, the ones who use their voice to sway opinions, those are the ones that if you if you pay too close attention, their views will become yours. So it's like seek out information, but don't seek out a person to follow because f- these fucking people, they're humans. They're fucking humans. And honestly, I just... I, 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 I don't even want to be in this society anymore where you just have to decide and you have to 
have to figure out like whether somebody's fucking real or not. I feel like this is hell. And like, no. I mean, yeah. It feels like this is hell because you know what? You, you're aware that if you were in some other place in this world right this fucking minute, I could be in immense, horrible danger where I could die. There is some place on this earth that is fucking literal like hell for someone. Somebody's being exploited, murdered. Somebody's being abused. There's a fucking girl from fucking, I don't know, Nigeria, Uganda, who has saved up money so that she can be a maid in some fucking Italian lady's house. Come to find out her money's being stolen. Her information is being taken and now she's being used as a prostitute. And then she has to experience racism in a country that she only came to for a second chance. And then you got people who are coming up to the U.S. from like Venezuela, from the Middle East, or from the Middle East, from um, Central America, and they're being criminalized and called terrorists. And when they are starving their their citizens they're making wages unlivable they're making it so there's food shortages and what choice does somebody have but to leave their home and go somewhere else even the fact of them calling them drug drug dealers and this and that You could watch a few documentaries and know that the problem in a lot of these poor communities is that the drug dealers are what keeps the community going. And what they do is they create a a stronger police force to move into the poor communities where the drug dealers live and prosper. And it's just a cycle of pumping in the drugs which has a detrimental effect of the people that are hooked on the drugs in a in a community and that's fucking usa canada central america africa europe you know asia it's going on everywhere it's the fucking same blueprint and they're making it seem like it's just It's just like a, a what? I don't know. No, I'm like I don't, I don't even know the word that I was about to think of, but it's uh, it's um, planned. It's orchestrated. It's the fact that the black market and legal money is really probably what's um making America such a. A powerful place. <sighs> it's weird. It's so weird when you like know, know things. You know what things are being like openly done. And that's not even what like this was supposed to be about. But 
my mind has just been all over the place. Part of me didn't even feel like recording stuff. Because sometimes I'm like, what's the fucking point? What's the point of me talking about such and such? But I always just come on here when something's on my mind. But... Like, think about all these, like, corporations, these billionaires that they tout. They they constantly, like, they knowingly make headlines about this billionaire, that billionaire, this billionaire's vaccine, this billionaire is working with the president. These billionaires have shell companies that are based in the Cayman Islands. These billionaires have foundations, um... And maybe not those billionaires, but there are billionaires that have corporations, foundations that are based in other countries, specifically Cayman Islands. The amount of money that's being funneled through Cayman Islands is astronomical. The amount of U.S. taxes that are being um, lost on and then they constantly... I don't... It's just... even doing we found out fucking the son-in-law of the person who runs the US received like maybe a hundred something million dollars from a country his company received this after he had a pressured this country to take some sort of action or um actually like they refused to something and then they basically were used as a pawn to get some money to save a a deal that was gone bust i don't even want to use actual names if you're familiar with the story you know what i'm talking about if you're not familiar You've heard the keywords and you'll go look up the information yourself. But it's things like that that'll it'll get brushed under the rug and nobody'll bring it up. But there are wars being fought because of bank deals. There are wars being fought because there are billionaires who need a loan. There are wars being fought, there are people being murdered, people dying, there are housewives and firemen donating to organizations for wars and charities that are being purposely done. Charities that are done just to steal from people. And you don't even know which ones are the good or the bad. There's so fucking many. There's so many. It's fucking weird. Anyways, I just feel like smoking a fucking joint and watching a scary movie. I watched House of a Thousand Corpses last night. That shit is pretty fucking crazy. Gnarly actually is the word I was thinking of. Yeah. Alright, I'm done here.